cartoon commentary is not intended for children. Tom, Keith, and Corey are usually wrong, and anything they say can and probably will offend you. Apologies in advance. Commence the podcast. Cartoon Boom. There we go. Record button has been here. Boom. So... Now that we just talked for a while, we, we're not going to have anything to talk about right now. So, yeah, basically. I had something else, oh. too, but I forgot. You know what? Um, <laughs> now I got something. I got something that's very anticlimactic, but we'll see. We'll see months ah, from perfect. now. We'll see months from now, if anything, <laughs> if anything actually works. But this is the point in time. We can mark it. Um, so, gentlemen, uh, be jealous. Be jealous now. Be jealous now of the future. Of the future hairline of Keith. Because I have started using generic brand Rogaine. (laughs) (laughs) I know, that's the... You know, the laughter laughter of jealousy never gets old. Keith, Keith, I use that too. Look how well it worked for me. Oh no. Yeah, I use that. Do you still use it? Oh, Keith, after I lost all my hair and had used it for years and continued to lose my hair, I was just like, you know what? I don't have a problem losing my hair because literally I've never had anyone, with the exception of my father and my uncle, ever mention anything about my hair loss. And it's only because they themselves have hair loss and have terrible insecurities over their own hair loss. Whereas I don't give a shit. I accept it. It's me, and you know that's what happens to what two thirds of every man, you know man. Yeah, two thirds. Two, two thirds of every scalp. Yeah. Mm. So 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 you said generic brand. Is this like one of the uh, constantly promoted by podcasts and YouTubers like Keeps or something? No, it's no, co- it's, it's Costco. It's Kirk, Kirkland oh, signatures. Okay. <laughs> Tom already knew. Yes, and I'll just tell you, Keith. It worked well for me. Well, so the thing is, is that he's chasing that. I Tom think. I think it honestly. I think it. I think the the numbers keeps going back. The numbers are yep. different depending on where you look at them. But I think as far as like regrowing lost hair, like it's only like forty percent effect. Like only forty or forty something percent of people actually say that like they have regrown. Um, you know, hair that they've lost. So mm-hmm. there's that. The other thing is that, I don't know, I guess it takes four months to see anything, which because they want four months of your money. Well, no, they, yeah. they, before they, you give up. they sell it in like a six month, like supply pack. So there's, well, they want you to use most of it so you can't return the rest well, yeah. and get your money back. <laughs> But no, the thing is, though, is I got my hair cut um, the other day and well, two weeks ago and seems counterintuitive, but okay. Yeah, I know. (laughs) I didn't get it plucked. I got it cut. (laughs) Um, So the thing is, I've been going to this lady for uh, like 15 years or close to it um, to get my hair cut. So I told her, I was like, listen, like you see my hair. Once every six weeks. 
I didn't pose it that way. That she's seems really like, weird. She's just like, do I know you? <laughs> and I was just like, hey, my hair's my hair's thinning. I mean, I feel like in the past couple of years it's thinning a lot. And I was like, I've been looking at stuff online, but I was like, everything has very mixed reviews. So I was like, what's the deal? Like, in your opinion, does any of this crap actually work? And she goes. We have hair. I'm not a doctor. Well, no. Yeah. (laughs) But the thing is, no, but I figured she probably has seen, she's been in this industry for a while. She's seen enough people and know what people use. And if she continues to cut their hair, she sees whether or not it's actually doing anything kind of thing. Like this is more like an anecdotal, like she has 300 clients or 400 clients, whatever, like whatever her client base is, she's bound to know some people that have used products like that. And, like talk to them or seen results or not seen results. So she basically said that at her salon, she was like, Oh, she's like, you, we, we actually have like a hair, you know, regrowth treatment thing here. And it's like multiple products. And she's like, it's kind of expensive. And she's like, it's all these bottles up here on the shelf. She goes, don't, don't, don't buy it though. And she was mm. like, honestly, um, she goes, the only thing that I have seen work is Rogaine. So she goes, if you want to try something, she's like, try Rogaine. She's like, the people that it does work for, she's like, I've seen it work very well. It doesn't work mm. for everybody. So, but that's she's true. like, if, but she's like, if you're going to try something, she's like, that's one to try because every, everything else she's like, well, basically alluded to the fact that like, it's not like Rogaine is is the name brand. It's like minoxidil or whatever is the chemical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like if you buy if you buy the um you know, whatever that chemical is and put it on your head, it either works mm-hmm. for you or it doesn't. You have to use it for like four to six months to figure out if it even works. And if it works, great. And if it doesn't, then guess what? You're bald. So I don't Okay, know. well, if you're going to shamelessly plug uh, these hair loss treatments, I'm going to tell you what my plan is for my head. Uh, so Shave eventually, it. when I have the money and can find someone in Connecticut, uh, I did a little research a couple of years ago on hair loss and uh, wanted to see what treatments are available because we know there's like keith said you know the, the the topical stuff you could put on your head uh then there's hair plugs which you know are kind of mm-hmm. gross and and i watched that being done on youtube and was just grossed out by it that just makes but, me that just makes me think of like like a plug that goes into an outlet where they're just <laughs> well they they are actual like plugs because they're like cutting chunks of flesh out of your head these little plugs of flesh with the hair follicles in it and oh, then is that putting they it do, like the follicle transplant yes that, oh. those are hair plugs yes mm. the follicle transplants are hair plugs yes that, that honestly i feel like i would get that done and then I'd forget and like scratch my head and then just end up with like <laughs> blood everywhere. Uh, like, yeah. Well, anyhow, I, I watched that and was like, there's got to be something better than that. Cause, you know, like with my back, uh, I wasn't willing to just accept, you know, like, oh, you know, just as fusions or, or even mm-hmm. artificial discs, which are newer, but they, and you, they've and been you, around and for you like, were like 40 years. Now. I only have so many pubes that I can't move them all <laughs> to my head. <laughs> Right. You know, because so, then I'll just look like a child down mind. there. <laughs> why, why does your hair feel like Brillo? Um, <laughs> yeah, why, but, why uh, do you have these random patches of curly hair? <laughs> <laughs> 
But uh, no, um, with uh, I saw the newest thing is stem cell treatments. Like you know how I had my back repaired, the the discs repaired by taking the stem cells from my bone marrow. Uh, you could either take them from your bone marrow, from your, like your hip, or you could take the uh, your your fat tissue, adipose tissue actually has stem cells in it, and you can suck out some fat and spin spin it down with centrifuge and separate them. Uh, and they're injecting the stem cells, your own body's stem cells, into your scalp to regrow and, and make new hair follicles. And it seems to be working pretty well. So uh, since I've had experience using my own stem cells to regrow broken parts of my body, uh, and they've worked so well, I can't wait to try this out. Except I saw that the price, it's pretty damn expensive, and it's, you know, you have to find somebody who does this procedure, which, you know. Yeah, so eh. you probably have to travel somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's it's not something I'm doing anytime in the near but, future. But, but <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a two-in-one, right? Because it's kind of like getting liposuction and hair regrowth. Like it's, True. The other thing is, though, is that, like, um, do you have to keep getting it done? And I would assume yes. I heard no, but I'm not sure. I, I'm sure there's probably, you know, I'll have to do a little more research. And it's been a while since I looked that stuff up. But I think there was some sort of, like, regimen you, you can do. and But I, I think, oh, okay. So one of the ways they do it is they do a, a hybrid between hair plugs and stem cells. So they put the, the stem cell, the hair you know the 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 hair follicles from oh, the side kinda, of your head it's kind of like fertilizing a plant before you put it in the dirt <laughs> kind of uh but the thing about the hair follicles on the side of your hair they're genetically you know programmed to still be there so if you move them to the top of your head they will still be there they will still be strong and, and grow they weren't like the the other hair follicles at least this is what was explained in the video mm. um so I don't know. I'll we'll have to continue this next week because I'll do a little research and, and give you an update. No, let's do an update I'm sure, six I'm months sure from all now. The listeners are thrilled. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, they'll, they're the really is... confused because Corey puts pictures of us. He uses the pictures of oh, us yeah. from like when we were Back when 20, 21. Hair. Yeah. No, I full, mean I had full... my my hairline was always receding somewhat. It just the problem is it receded kind of into like that M pattern shape, like you know. And then the widow's peak. No, it's not that. That's when you have a really like pointed peak in like the front of your hairline. Mine's more like just like a general M shape, or like the two, like on the top. Like if you drew an M shape on the top front of my scalp, like the two arches of the M's. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like those are slowly receding back. Majin Keith. They've, the thing is, though, is that like that didn't bother me so much, but they, it's gotten to a point where it doesn't feel like it's receding anymore. Instead, just the whole top of my head is just thinning out. But like the sides and the back, they're strong. They're strong, baby. I could, I could do a big old comb over if I wanted to. I could actually take probably, because my hair is not like long, but it's longer than most men hair i think like i could probably take the two sides and like comb one over and then comb the other one over the first one and like really just you know just cross your comb. hair like i mean i could just you know i could come up with a brand new, new hairstyle brand new style, yeah. yeah it's yeah. i could come up with if i grow the sides long <laughs> enough what if i did like a 
mohawk, but it's it's the the top of the head is actually bald and shaved. The mohawk is made out of the sides of the hair that you comb up to the center, <laughs> and then when they meet each other, they just go straight towards the heavens. You know, like uh, guys, you're gonna look like such an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> But please do this, Keith. Like, like more than I already do? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure we've lost all of our listeners at this point, so I mean, I might as well just start offending people by walking down the street. Nah, David Spade's still listening. <laughs> oh, he definitely, definitely he, isn't. He he listens for Corey and I, because we're not haters like you. Oh, mm. okay. Ooh, what's up, Internet? Welcome to Cartoon Commentary, a podcast where three students in their 30s talk about old, new, and sometimes horrifying cartoons. I'm Corey, about to lose my lunch, Zamir. I'm Tom, according to my research, O'Connell. I'm Keith. Shove entire buses into my open wounds, Barnofsky. And today we're talking about the magic school bus inside Ralphie, which I could only assume that Keith picked because... No. <laughs> nope. What? Oh, is this Tom? Tom. <laughs> oh, I thought this was another one of Keith's where he like sees the title and he's just like, yep, that's what I'm going with. <laughs> I, you know, before you got on here, I told Keith, I totally pulled a Keith today. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> And yeah, that's pretty much what happened. Uh, uh, yeah, so this week uh, we're doing the Magic School Bus yes. Inside Ralphie, Season 1, Episode 3. Which I want to say, um, when I went to go watch this earlier today, I watched it. I actually just, like, my schedule was hectic. So I watched it on my TV and took notes, like, on my notepad on my phone. And did you have the closed captions on? Um, no, I don't believe I did because we were watching this on Netflix. But um, <laughs> when I watched it, I put I, I, you know, I titled the file of the Magic School Bus, and I don't I, I wasn't really looking at what I like what the results are of what I was typing until afterwards, <laughs> and my phone auto corrected it to the Magic Alcohol Bus, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. Oh man, that is so much better. That is. That is so like the magic alcohol bus should be. It's the adult version of the, the magic school bus. Yes, <laughs> yes, the adult version where it's like with day it, drinking. <laughs> it is. It is a classroom of people day drinking with a teacher that's just trying to desperately teach them something <laughs> about life. <laughs> like, I imagine it has a. It has a very. A similar vibe to It's Always Sunny, except there's literally just like, you know, 12 or 15 of them, and the teacher is like <laughs> cricket. Um, but anyway, go ahead, Tom, continue. So, yeah, uh, I picked that uh, this episode this week, uh, kind of did the Keith method where I needed to find something and just kind of scrolled through till, you know, something came up rather By the way, than. Really... I've only done that like once or twice. Like it, Corey, uh, three times. Though. Yeah, no, thank you. I Corey. mean, picking something purely <laughs> off of like title, like, well, I feel like sometimes you'll pick something, like, you'll have the idea for the show, 
but then picking the actual episode always comes down to the title. <laughs> Unless it's just like episode one. 50-50, yeah. That, that's what happened with me today, or this week with this show, because uh, I was going through and looking at each episode, and I, I remembered, I distinctly remember one uh, about friction and sort of physics, and I was going to pick that one. Uh, I couldn't remember the title of it, and as I was reading through, as soon as I see Inside Ralphie, I said, nope, found the one we're watching. Because <laughs> it just sounded too funny to not pick. Uh, so, and, uh, so sorry? I have a question for you guys. Um, mm -hmm. With Magic School Bus, what's the main way you remember seeing episodes of this? In school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay, I just wanted to make sure that that wasn't just a one-off thing with me, where it's just like... I I did not know what channel this ever played on. I've oh, never seen CBS. it. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I never saw it uh, outside of school. We used to watch this on media days, where we'd go to the library, to the Media Resource Center, which was just the library, and... Uh, you know, sometimes they would talk about the Dewey Decimal System, and other times they would just pop on an episode of the Magic School Bus for half an hour, and that would be our week's, you know, time there. I like how you're, you're like the Media Resource Center, which was just the library. Oh, other fancy words, that's the Bookatorium. Like, <laughs> let's, just, let's just call it other fancy things that it's not. Like, yeah. libraries, honestly, nowadays are much cooler, I feel like, than they were when we were children. Because when we were children, libraries were well, terrible and boring. Unless your library rented video games, which some of them did. Well, really? Yeah. So the thing wow. is, nowadays, libraries rent video games, movies. They have, like... Lots of, like, events and activities mm. for children. So, I don't know, just being a parent, I kind of, like, hear about that stuff. And, you know, before yeah. COVID, we used to, like, actually go there. Like, they would have, they would have like, a an actor dress up as Moana and, like, explain the movie while singing to music to the children. And it's, like, totally free. You just bring your kid and, like, your kid just geeks out for, like, an hour. Like, it's, <laughs> like... Like, they do, like, lots of cool stuff to the library. And, like, whenever my parents brought me to the library when I was a child, they'd be like, pick out books. Books are good for you. And I was just like, this is terrible. And the Dewey yeah. Decimal System is a sham. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hard stance on that yeah, one. just hard. Wow. Hard yeah. stance. Damn. Well, you know what? A after all of what you just told me about libraries... I, they sound cool enough to actually have the title Media Resource Center. Or so. Bookatorium. Or Bookatorium. I, I think I like Bookatorium better. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, so <laughs> I feel like a lot of the Magic School Bus that I saw was in school, but during like classes when the teacher kind of had given up. Yeah, when they have a hangover. <laughs> or when, or go... when we have like a substitute. Substitute, like, I feel yes, like that was definitely. Something that, I feel like that's something that happened in like the lower... Hmm. Uh, level classes because I was always in like what mm. is it level two? So it's yeah, but that was that was high school. We didn't watch the magic yeah, school. This, in this high was school. back this in elementary right. school. This is from nineteen ninety four. This episode. So here's a spoiler for you guys that are in level three and level four classes. Level twos <laughs> in high school still watch the fucking magic school. Oh no. no, no, yeah. wow. Yeah. So wait, hold on. You're like sixteen, right? And well, you're, you're going like to, 14 to you're, 17. Yeah, so you're going to a science or class 18, I guess. and your teacher is <laughs> your teacher is absent 
Yeah. And the substitute comes in and goes, ah, science class, huh? Well, guess Here's what? It's the magic school bus. We, we got an episode about red blood cells. Here you mm-hmm. go. <laughs> like, I'm not <laughs> qualified to teach you. Let the TV do it. Um, did I ever tell you guys about uh, what we watched in AP Biology when I was in high school? I don't believe the movie. So. Oh, okay. So, well, for Keith, I'll refresh it. Mm-hmm. R- refresh him, I should say. Uh, so after we took our AP exams, there's really no reason to keep doing the class because you know you've already. The whole point was to take the exam for the credit, and you do that like a month before school ends. So most AP classes kind of coast the last month of uh, school. Ah, and so that's the whole point of taking the AP class. Really, it is. Uh, <laughs> but uh, my biology teacher, you know, he worked us real hard all year, and he was like, you know, he genuinely scared a lot of us. He was like a, you know, a pretty scary guy. And then all of a sudden... We take the exams, we all did well, we all pass, and all of a sudden his true self comes out, and he's such a, like, funny, nice guy. We end up, one one uh, lab period, instead of doing the lab, we watched Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> and his his rationale is he's, a, he's teaching us about the scientific method. <laughs> During the whole scene about, you know, the witch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, Sir Bedemir is going through the whole, you know, scientific, you know, process of trying to determine if she's a witch, and that alone was his justification for us to watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So that's what I watched while you watched the Magic School Bus, Corey. Yeah. See, I was somewhere in this middle zone where I went to school and people taught me things. It's just, it's like crazy. It's it's weird. <laughs> like I didn't I didn't watch that much TV on either side except for my elective courses where um, when I took Vietnam, the elective mm-hmm. history class of Vietnam, Tom, you know, you know the teacher that mm-hmm. taught that class. Um, oh, sure. He would show in my, my class was the first class of the day and he would just show up hungover <laughs> most days. So we watched... We were soldiers, platoon, saving Private Ryan. We basically watched every modern, like every war movie that was created within the last 20 years. We watched, <laughs> and he created quizzes based on the war movies. <laughs> and that was the majority of our grade. Awesome. Yeah. We, I don't, still to this day, I don't know anything additional about Vietnam that was not put into a movie. And I'm not sure that was totally accurate. Mm. So, <laughs> all of Keith's knowledge of Vietnam comes from that Robin Williams movie. <laughs> it's it was it was pretty terrible. But that was so. The thing is, is that me hearing you guys also watched TV <laughs> during school to learn things. I'm like, you didn't you didn't learn anything from that. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that you, wasn't you for don't. you. You sleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, sleep, I should I not be I should not be surprised at Corey being like oh no you sleep during those Corey, Corey <laughs> slept while the teacher was talking and trying to teach <laughs> when the movie came on that was like oh I'm going to get uninterrupted sleep <laughs> mm-hmm. 
God, it's so good. Because <laughs> the thing is, Corey, is that I think back in the day we did actually have one or two classes together. Because I remember the teacher gym like, uh, oh, I had gym with you. But like it, the yeah. thing is, eventually the teacher would just be like, Corey, are you with us? And you, out of a sound sleep, just be like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> just, no, I think. Were we in modern Russia? Oh, we were together? probably in modern Russia, yeah. I was in there was, with you guys. Oh, Mr. Brown. Yeah, I feel like all yeah. three of us were in that. Yeah, we were all in that class. And I think I was only in that because you guys told me to join that class. Because <laughs> he, he was a good teacher, though. Yeah, yeah. I think because you guys had had him for something else previously, mm-hmm. and you were just like, oh, yes. you should join this class. And I was like, hey, I'm going to sleep through anything anyway, so it doesn't really matter where I end up. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, My electives were such bullshit. <laughs> That is that is because the thing because, is though is that that was the one teacher that like if you were sleeping in the class he would have been like man that kid that kid probably needs a lot of sleep like let's just let's just talk every hey everybody else let's just talk a little quiet. bit quieter for Corey because he probably he seems a little tired today <laughs> <laughs> see that wouldn't work though because it'd be an everyday thing well yeah true yeah eventually yeah. he'd well, be like no, fuck so, it, Corey you have a problem here <laughs> like so. There would eventually be classes that I had, like, a teacher that I semi-respected or didn't want to disrespect. Because, like, a lot of it wasn't, like, completely voluntary. Like, early morning classes I would just be out for because I didn't really get a full night's sleep. I'd be up playing Dark Age of Camelot or Diablo 2 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, I would get to school and then take a nap. Like, very early on, like, for the first few classes. Checks out. <laughs> so, a lot of my electives, I picked pretty much at random. And the way it worked out uh, was, every year, I ended up, like, being... I, I, I did very poor in English. Despite the fact that I, it was probably the best thing or the best class, the one that I understood the most. It's just I didn't understand it the way they wanted me to Mm. on the tests. Yep. Mm. And back then, I wanted to be a writer. I remember that. I remember you telling me about that. (laughs) So, I would take electives like creative writing, journalism, and and bullshit like that. Mm. But then I would also sleep through the electives. (laughs) Well... So my question, the thing is, I can I can understand creative writing in, in offering that as a high school class. What are they? Well, you probably slept through it, so you might not have the answer. Well, but, <laughs> but what are they teaching you in journalism? See, that's the thing. Journalism was an eighth period class for me, so that was oh. the last period of the day. Yeah, you're already checked uh, out. At a certain point. I realized that I had just enough credits to pass because this was senior year mm. and I dropped journalism. So I was only in there for like the first month, maybe. Uh. And mm. it wasn't what I thought it would be. I thought it would be like writing articles for like a newspaper. Instead, it was like watching news on TV. Oh, no. That's, like, that's huh. all we really did. And I was just like, this is boring as shit like normally like when you bring a tv into the classroom you're just like oh man we're gonna watch the magic school bus (laughs) so wait at this point (laughs) Corey was like wait hold on a fuck like 
You're, Hold on to fuck. You're, you're, you're making me watch the news when I was I was full on expecting to continue my binge watching of the Magic School Bus. Yeah, where's where's this, is, this Fritz? Yeah, this is a <laughs> sham. I want to know what happens inside Ralphie. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners want to too. Yeah, yeah. so why don't we uh, continue with that? We should yeah. honestly, we should we should powerhouse. This don't worry, guys. Cause... We'll get back to shitting on school in a future episode. It's pretty much a theme. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Every, well, every third or fourth episode. Yeah. So, uh, as I was saying, <clears throat> I well, as we were all saying, we we watched this in school mostly. Uh, I wasn't crazy about the show because it was a, a school cartoon, something you watched at school. So it was one of those things where it's like, you know, it's primarily educational, not supposed to be entertaining. So I was never crazy about any kind of school shows. Uh, however, this one... On rewatch, as a 36-year-old man, uh, I have to say, pretty decent. Uh, I actually like the educational part to it. Well, and uh, I do want to bring up is that, like, right now this is on Netflix. There's also, if you just search The Magic School Bus on Netflix, there's, like, newer iterations. Mm-hmm. Which I can mm-hmm. only imagine they've been, you know, the, the format and animation and everything has been updated to probably yeah. be more attractive for kids nowadays to compete with other cartoons. Um, that and the, I don't know if they changed the teacher, but the, I know the voice actress changed. So instead of Lily Tomlin, who was, you know, she's like almost my grandmother's age and has been in a million things like nine to five, uh, Beverly Hillbillies movie. Uh, um, uh, she's uh, she's got a Netflix show with Jane Fonda. I'm, I'm spacing on that uh, the show right now, but anyhow, she did the voice of Miss Frizzle in in this version. The newer one is uh, Kate. Um, oh, uh, last name begins with an M. I'm spacing on it. She was she just retired from Saturday Night Live. She was in the Ghostbuster 2016 remake. Uh, Kate McKinnon. Is it Kate McKinnon? I'm, I'm glad. McCarthy. You... Maybe it's Kate McCarthy. Ah, it's gonna drive me nuts. I'm uh, glad you may have said that. Who was in that movie? Yeah, it's uh, Kate. Mc... No, you're thinking of Melissa McCarthy. That's why. No, thinking Kate about. McKinnon. It is Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon does the voice, and she was also she was the one that kind of looked like Egon in the 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 2016 movie, mm-hmm. like you know, with the okay. hair and the gla- glasses. So that that was her. She does. She started doing the voice uh, of. Uh, the the new magic school bus teacher wouldn't have been fun if they like renamed her in like the the newer seasons and spinoffs of like instead of Miss Frizzle she could have been like Miss Drizzle. <laughs> no. Uh, you know, Keith, if I didn't have whiskey already, I would have been dead silent with Corey this... right now, but. <laughs> I've had enough whiskey to find that funny. I muted myself. <laughs> I just, I, but like, or she could have been like Miss Faux Shizzle. Like, oh God, no, <laughs> no. Anything with Izzle, oh, Keith. Anything with Izzle. And she'd be voiced True. by Snoop Dogg. Oh, dude, yeah. that would. Are you I serious? I would watch that in a heartbeat. That would be amazing. Imagine, oh, imagine a cartoon Snoop Dogg being like, "I'm Mr. Faux Shizzle." <laughs> We're going on a field trip today. 
And then he just hotboxes the bus with a bunch, yes. of, yep. a bunch of children. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, it all makes, makes more so much more sense. <laughs> it, yeah, that's oh, what no. I was just going to say. Are you telling me that Miss Frizzle drugs these children? Well, it explains why she never has permission slips for all these field trips. <laughs> yeah, Not only that, but they act in secret. They're yeah, like they hiding from the really parent. Do. They do. Yeah, this this is some bad stuff so, here. It's got some bad vibes. Okay, so, so Tom, Tom, we yeah. need to we we've we've we, wasted uh, a lot of time, so we need to power power through. Well, you say that, but like, I I pretty much was gonna power through this episode because it it wasn't there wasn't as much humor stuff to talk about. I thought, but apparently oh, we'll there make, is. We'll make the humor, Tom. <laughs> yeah, we'll make so, the humor. So I will we, interrupt you. So I'll keep open, doing it. Motherfucker. <laughs> so we open in on, on Ralphie working on his broadcast day idea while getting sick. He's in his bedroom. Uh, apparently the school is having something called broadcast day where his class is supposed to do some sort of journalistic report where they are broadcast to the, the school or the TVs, you know. So uh, he's been up all day. I don't know if he was up all night, but it, it's implied that he's been stressed and he's been working real hard trying to come up with a, the perfect idea. And in the process, he's gotten himself sick. He starts doing the coughing thing and everything. Anyhow, his uh, mother enters the room, and his mother also happens to be a medical doctor. Uh, well, and... is she? She's referred to as a doctor. She gives her doctor's opinion. There, I don't think there's anything that says that she's actually a medical doctor. Hmm. She might be stretching. She could be like so, a psychiatrist. She's a physicist. <laughs> oh, I was no. just going to say. No. So basically she's she's like me and she's just saying she's a doctor for, you know. Like, well, Tom. Because I, I did that <laughs> recently. Yeah, I mean, you, you do that. <laughs> where I said, well, I am a doctor. And... You know, I knew right away the person was thinking, oh, he must treat sick people, not realizing there are other types of doctors. Well, and... so, but this is the thing, is that she she says to him, oh, I'm going to give my, my doctor's opinion. And as your mom, is that, like, you're not going to school today. And it's like, I feel like she's just, like, flaunting her degree in front of her child unnecessarily when... It, she doesn't require that degree. As his mom, she could just be like, "You're sick, so you're staying home." But I'm, but I'm also a doctor. I'm not just your mom, so it's extra valid. But it's like, well, yeah. there's there's no explanation of what kind of doctor she is. And she then says that she's going to go take a client later on in the uh -oh. episode. So, uh, <laughs> but uh -oh. taking clients to me that was more of like a oh you're like a. Uh, a psychiatrist. Oh, I thought that was that's going where we're way. going. Yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going to go the dirty route. Sure. What do, you, what do you what do you get a doctorate in for the dirty thing? Psychology. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even kidding you. <laughs> oh no, Ralphie's mom is a dominatrix with a with a fucking doctorate. <laughs> is that what we're saying here? <laughs> Oh, that's just really... I hope that's what the case is, because that makes I mean, this show so much more interesting. It's, so the thing is, is that it's... <laughs> I mean... 
hey, make your money, right? Make your money. Yeah. She's got to she got to pay off those student loans somehow. Yeah. Shit's shit's wild. And guess what? Student loan forgiveness probably not happening. Or if it is, yeah. it's not a lot, so. Yeah. So, anyhow, Ralph's dominatrix doctor mommy uh tells him to go back to <laughs> realizes Dr. Mommy. Hey, listen, Dr. yeah, Tom, Mommy. you could drop the whole dominatrix title when you just say Ralphie's <laughs> Dr. Mommy. We Dr. just know. Mommy. We just know. That's... Uh, uh... Yep. So Dr. Mommy realizes uh, her little boy is sick and says, nope, back to bed. You're not going to school. Uh, at this point, we cut to his classmates back, back at the school and they're all freaking out because Ralphie hasn't shown up yet. And, you know, today's broadcast day. Today's the day. So, um... Why is Ralphie at, so crucial? I don't know. And and I can't remember much about the Magic School Bus, but I remember not liking Ralphie <laughs> I, in particular. I feel like... So I don't remember any of the individual children from the show. Like Oh, I remembered um, Arnold and Keisha. Yeah, and Carlos. I, but, but I didn't remember the other guys. Yeah. But like I didn't remember any of their names, but they all have corresponding uh, Captain Planet characters for the most part. <laughs> so that's how I kind of remember them all. Uh, mm-hmm. They checked all of the diversity boxes. Yep. Wheeler mm-hmm. used to be a fucking uh, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he grew up, I guess. Yep. So uh, okay, so. Back at the classroom, uh, all of a sudden the the telephone starts to ring, and it's Doctor Mommy calling Miss Frizzle to say, "Hey, we'll Ralphie's have to reschedule sick. your appointment because my son is sick at home. <laughs> my son's been a naughty, naughty a, boy. Yeah, this is gonna turn into a Pornhub video. Yeah, this is this, oh, this boom, boom, boom. So uh, yeah, basically says Ralphie's sick; he can't come in. Um, at this point. <laughs> Uh, you know, the the kids, uh, you know, seem very concerned about this, but Ms. Frizzle uh, proposes to take them on a field trip to Ralphie's house, which I immediately was wondering, like, what sane, rational adult teacher would think, hey, uh, my student's sick, let's just mm. load up a bus with all the classroom, the whole classroom, drive over to the sick student's house and just pile into his bedroom. Especially when you don't have, like, any sort of diagnosis, like... Yeah. I, I think it's funny, because I, I had stuff to bring up about this, but they kind of check try and check all the boxes at the end of the episode to cover their ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, in a section that I personally don't remember, because I feel like we never made it to the end of a video Yeah. Uh, in school. It was always, like... You watch uh, part of it, You, you watch most rang. of it, and then the bell rings, everybody pieces out, you're not going to finish it. Right. Uh, I completely did not remember that part at the end where uh, the producers just like answering question from the questions from the kids to basically cover their asses, just be like, "Oh, he's not contagious." Just like, um, um, yeah. Real, real quick, not to get ahead of ourselves, but did you? I recognize the producer's voice. Do you know who the producer is? Uh, Mal- I do not know. Malcolm no. Jamal Warner. He was on the Cosby Show. Uh, uh, he's been in a lot of stuff. Uh, was he like one of the? Was he? No, I have he no was, idea. 
He was the son. Is he like Theo's best friend? Oh, he was Theo? I think he was Theo, yeah. Yeah, the- huh. yeah, he was Theo Huxtable. Yeah, sorry, I had to look that up because I was spacing on uh, the name God, of his that, character. Yeah, You know, what a raw deal everybody else on that cast got. Right? It's that, just like, yeah. all right. Here, here's a here's a sitcom that no one's ever going to talk about again, or no one's ever going to watch again. And it was such a huge deal. Yeah. It was such... I remember growing up, the Cosby Show was such a big deal. I watched, like, reruns of the Cosby I've Show. I've seen it yeah. all multiple times. Well, doesn't... Raven does a whole bunch of stuff on her own. She's been doing stuff for a while. Well, yeah, but she was barely part of yeah. it. People yeah. don't remember. Like she, she was like a season eight, like, side yeah. character yeah. that, you know... She didn't get ruined by the the name. <laughs> he got well, out, also, didn't he? They released him, didn't they? Oh, I have no idea. I thought I, I heard no recently idea. they He's released him. He's on the him. loose? <laughs> yeah, like the, something, he had an appeal or something. I don't know. I, heard, I thought he heard he was out. <laughs> and on that sour note, mm-hmm. we'll go back to uh, the Magic School Bus. I know, that's, that's a rabbit hole. Wah. We can just... <laughs> Hello, dear listeners. It's your old pal Tom here, real quick to ask for your assistance in helping us grow the podcast by leaving us a five-star rating on iTunes. Also, if you enjoy the show, or at least Keith hasn't offended you yet, why not share it with your pals and family? (laughs) Yep. So, uh, after Ms. Frizzle loads up the school bus uh, and they start heading over to Ralphie's, um, we cut back to Ralphie, uh, where his mom starts trying to give him some medicine, you know, cough syrup, and Ralphie refers to it as, uh, what was it, gr- uh, grape shoe polish? Yeah, I think out. that's what he, checks yeah, out. he says, refers to it as, like, grape shoe I polish. I mean, it's better than the cherry one, but sure. Oh, God, yeah, you know what, when I, I had COVID, a, what, about a month ago, and I started using the uh, Robitussin, like the the maximum whatever, Mm -hmm. and that stuff is so gross. I mean, it works, but damn, is it hard to get down. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I was grateful for it. Uh, Anyhow, uh, so yeah, Um, Ralphie takes the medicine and then, you know, tries to pretend he's instantly cured, but his mother, sorry, his Dr. Mommy uh, realizes, you know, you're full of crap, kid. You just took the medicine. You're still sick. So she tells him, "Nah, you're not going to school. You gotta get back in bed." So at this point, she leaves the room. Ralphie starts working on his uh, broadcast day idea, uh, regardless uh, of the situation. And oh, he, so he says this. He goes, "You know, I gotta work on. I gotta work on. Hey, I could phone it in." Now I want to ask you guys uh, the term "phone it in." <laughs> I always, you know, that's that's a term for when you're just half-assing a job, yeah. you know, where you just, yeah. it, but for this, it sounds like, oh, I'm sick, I can't get to school and give them my idea, so I'll call them and give them the idea. I think that's what he meant, right? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I feel like he was using so, the literal interpretation, well, he wasn't using a phrase, he was just saying what he was going to do. Yeah, and it just was really weird hearing him say that, because, you know, it's such a common expression that I'm like, oh, so now you're gonna you're gonna bullshit your way through this? But he, he's not actually. But well, actually, no, he does. He does in a way. Cause uh, so I feel like this is some 
this is this is my conspiracy Keith's conspiracy corner happening right now <laughs> of like a writer that was accused of phoning it in and then being like what's wrong with a phone phones are fine let me write it into the script of an episode you bastard <laughs> like <laughs> phoning it in is normal that's when you just make a phone call instead of showing up for work <laughs> <laughs> so uh at this point the bus arrives outside and the class piles into his room uh, you see the kids all have their equipment and start setting up the film inside his bedroom. Uh, one of the girls says, don't worry, I'll, you know, he'll be camera ready in no time and hits him with a big, you know, powder brush thing right in the face. <laughs> and, uh, and that powder brush is forever infected with whatever Ralphie has. Yep. His contagious disease, which they're now all being exposed to because Ms. Frizzle not contagious. True. That's true. They clear that up in the end. But when oh, I was no. watching it before, I, I, I genuinely was thinking, like, why would you go guys, there? Guys, why? no. This is the problem. So, okay. This is terrible. He has the onset of a cold where he's displaying symptoms. Whether that is viral or bacterial, he is definitely contagious. Mm-hmm. Unless it's cancer. Oh, God. Mm. Ralphie's dying. <laughs> I just, I hate to break it to you, but like the producer said, either the producer is a liar, which producers, I, let's be honest, they, they don't lie, do they? I don't know. This guy seems like he's just trying to get off the fucking phone. <laughs> It's like they it's like they want people to call in to ask questions and inquire, but then he's just like, Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, no, Mal- yeah. Malcolm Jamal Warner is just like, Okay, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Get off the phone, <laughs> kid. Like, yep. No, no, he's not contagious. Yeah, no, it's it yeah, no, tumors. Yeah. Oh, nice explanation, dude. He's not contagious. Yeah. <laughs> but, this, but this the problem cool. though, is if he's not contagious and that's the onset of physical symptoms. That's the only, the only answer is this is something way more heinous than a cold. So, <laughs> Sam, yep. pray, yeah. prayers, prayers for Ralphie <laughs> for nineteen ninety four. Ralphie, we're pulling for you, Ralphie. <laughs> <laughs> From the future. <laughs> From the future. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. There's some back and forth going on between Ralphie, the other kids, and Miss Frizzle. And basically, Ralphie says, you know, what does my body know anyway? Uh, and Miss Frizzle goes on to explain, your body knows a lot. Uh, and then, uh, you know, uh, sorry, I'm just trying to remember off the top of my head rather than look at my notes. But I'm going to look at my notes real quick. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, the other kids start talking with Ralphie, asking him what his, you know, big idea was for broadcast day. Uh, and this is when you see Ralphie start to phone it in, or, well, not phone it in so much as he's he's trying to bullshit his way through this by uh, asking questions, you know, unrelated to broadcast day. So as soon as he's asked about broadcast day, he immediately starts asking Ms. Frizzle, like, what's my body good for? What can this, you know, why am I sick? Or, you know, he starts asking all these questions that she starts talking uh, to get him out of having to answer questions from the other kids. So let's see. We, um, 
we then see uh, that the class, the rest of the kids, enter the magic school bus, which turns into a helicopter, followed by the theme of, uh, or the song of, uh, was it Ride of the Valkyries? That's, uh, you guys, you know that song, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so Ride of the Valkyries starts playing, and you see this bus helicopter with the kids fly through the window and then come towards Ralphie's face. Yeah, they're just gonna Uh, fire a whole bunch of missiles and hellfire at him because that's when you when you play Ride of the Valkyries, (laughs) you are about to fuck some shit up. And (laughs) Ralphie's been a little bitch up until this point. They're just like Uh Ralphie, that's it, bro. Your terminal, you've already, we've already discussed this, Jesus. and we are playing the "We're About to Destroy You" music. Yep. So the bus shrinks, and Ms. Friend, Ms. Frizzle enters the young boy through his mouth. Well, they did have a little dialogue <laughs> of like, she was like, "This was your idea, Ralphie," and he was like, "Was it? She was... I guess I'm okay with that." <laughs> <laughs> So inappropriate. Did she did she pay the troll toll first? Oh no. Oh well oh, she man. she didn't want his soul, she just wanted to take a deeper look at his throat. Mm. <laughs> so uh they enter Ralphie through his mouth, uh and the first thing they, they see is his uh swollen vocal cords. Uh they notice that I don't know about you guys, but like when they started zooming in on his vocal cords or his his the inside was, of his throat, it was not. It, it was it, not good. It, it, it did not look appropriate. <laughs> he was not no. appropriately colored. So no. Um, so what that what that really does? I don't even know how to say this without being horrible. So I guess I'll just say it the horrible way. Mm-hmm. It really uh. Uh, yeah, fucking. Oh my pour it, god, Tom. we're pour going. It. We're yeah. <laughs> You're gonna need to drink either, what I'm about to say. Either Tom's pouring a drink or he's just pissing right in his cup. <laughs> oh, column A, little oh, hey. The 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 weird I... glass tapping afterwards. Um, <laughs> I'm just. I really hope that I the feel... podcast picked up on like the the recording. Yeah, it, actually it must picked... have. That was loud as hell. Really, I was holding it away yeah. too. So but then again, when I pour, I, I don't care. I, yeah. I could mute my mic. But... It's kind of like when you pee. It's just like fucking <laughs> loud as hell and everywhere. <laughs> I, That's why I we got of, confused. Sorry, Corey. I kind of wonder how many kids got ideas from this episode. Oh, no. <laughs> wait, hold just on. Like, wait a minute. That's what a throat looks like? Hold on. <laughs> We could use that. Corey. <laughs> Corey. <laughs> oh. Corey, I don't know if you're saying what you're saying right now. Throat fucking Keith. Was this was yes, this Keith, but was this it. but was this the genesis of it? That's what I mean. <laughs> was this the Like we're dealing with we're dealing oh, uh, All right, I don't Wait, know about you. Corey. But... Corey, you got to yeah. look up the oldest. But the porn oldest is a video. whole different level than it used to be. Yes, but you have to. And look. I feel like we might owe it to the magic school bus showing people what a throat Ms. looks Frizzle. like on the inside. So, Corey, you have to look up what the oldest video is of oh, of, God. Uh, of a throat fucking. <laughs> the oldest, <laughs> the oldest video tagged with that 
and see uh, if it was prior to this episode. If it wasn't, then that that's that's some pretty. Uh... Oh, this is harsh. Spo- I mean, I was about to say this is supposed to be educational. I guess it still was, just not in the way they wanted. <laughs> hmm. Um, oh my uh, god! What list are we on now? No, lots. <laughs> we're we're already on. I'm gonna have to start posting these videos, or, or if I still made these in the videos, I have to put them on Pornhub. <laughs> mm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> hey, that'd be interesting. Gotta get those, to gotta see. Get those listens. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yep. So, um, yeah. While they're observing uh, Ralphie's, uh, uh, what, what, what would, how, how would you describe the inside of his throat? His, his, fuckable. Ah, God damn it! Where's my filter when I need it? Oh, yeah, Corey's gonna edit that one. Out. <laughs> Stop wow. saying the first thing that comes to your head when someone asks you a question. Uh... Oh god damn, Corey. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, I had god. I had I had more I had more restraint than Corey that time. It's pretty great. So I like being on this side of the table. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. So, so uh yeah, so after they, they... Yo, they go into his throat and they're like, oh, oh shit, this is terrible. Everything's red and swollen. And he coughs and he basically <laughs> ejects Has the bus. Gag reflex. From Just his, say it. Gag uh, yeah, reflex. He, yeah, the bus, the bus triggers and he uh, he coughs the bus out. Yep. Um, so sounds like we're just talking code now. Uh, so uh, <laughs> nope. So they they start discussing trying to talk about how they have to get back in and they need to find another way in. Oh, and uh, that was, that was <laughs> honestly that was the beginning of like. My my terrible notes are when they were just like, okay, we can't go in the mouth. Let's go in somewhere else. And I'm like, oh, no. Well, I'm, I'm going to read what I wrote down. Ralphie gets, uh, you know, gets it uh, and realizes <laughs> he, he says, or he says, I get it, as he lowers them. And he's got them on his finger and he starts lowering them down. And I wrote in my notes, as he lowers them down to his anus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That was a joke for me. I, no, that's uh, what I thought he was going to do, though. No, that's what yes, I thought, too. That, I was I mean, just like, yeah. oh, no. He's going to put Little... him up his rectum? Like, what, is, what uh, other orifice yeah. is he going to use? Yeah. yeah. Little but, did I know how horrifying the scene oh was going to be. Yeah, the idea of just worse. being like, let me pull back a... F- oh, oh, yeah. That's just why I was going to lose oh, my yeah. lunch. Instead of him yep. just being like, I was oh, eating food when I watched this. You know what? That I, was a mistake. I have a fresh wound on my leg. Let me just open up oh. this Band-Aid, and you can just, like, dive into this take a look at this wound. scab. Yeah. Yeah. And and uh, so, yeah, he, he so he has the Band-Aid pulled back, and the scab is ripped up, and you're looking at the open wound, and... One of the best jokes in the whole show is done by Carlos, who who says, "Oh, it's a shortcut," because they're gonna get in through his cut. Cut. And you know, shortcut. I thought that was hilarious, uh, and worth I mentioning. Was, I was still mortified 
Um, because I was like, I didn't know if they were going to go up his butt. And then instead he was like, I have a gaping wound. Would you guys like to enter here? And I was like, this may I interest you in my gaping wound. Yes. Like what? When Sounds did, like poor, poor. Uh, well, what's weird though, is that yeah. the wound was still like bloodied and he just woke up that morning. So like, <laughs> Did his mom do some of her doctor work in the middle of the night to him? Oh, God. Like, how did he get this wound? Like, if he got it the previous day and he had a Band-Aid on it, presumably with some Neosporin, that that shit should not still be bloody. So, like, yeah, he needs to see an actual doctor because right? that might be an issue. That well, might be doctor mommy cares. Right no, well, this is the thing: is let's check another box on the cancer theory here. This kid's <laughs> immune system is shit, so he can't even heal from his own wounds at this point. Like, it's terrible. Yep. <laughs> so uh, he basically tells them all. Go ahead, into my cut, go on. And the magic school bus proceeds to shrink even more before diving into his bloodstream. Mm-hmm. Which, which, so... Luckily, they shrunk down even more. I didn't know the capabilities of the bus and how small they would go. But, and, like, the size that they entered his throat at <laughs> would not have boded well going through a blood vessel. Let's just put yeah, it that way. Yeah, that, that, that bus was much girthier when it entered the throat. It would have it would have just wrecked up the place going through some blood vessels. Yep. So uh, they shrink the bus down to be able to go in. And it's funny because, like, you know, Corey was talking about the whole the Band-Aid and the scab thing while he was eating, being gross. For me, blood makes me, like, nauseous. I can't stand the sight of blood. So, like, once they got into the open wound, it was like, ugh. Anyhow, uh, so they're they're swimming around or, or submarining around. I don't know. This bus does so much crap. But, uh, you know, the bus is... Magical, is Tom. That's tr- Well, that... Okay. I, I gotta bring this up, because that really bothers me. I'm like, okay, the premise is it's a magical school bus. They so use magic to do all this stuff. But then they're trying to teach science lessons. Anyhow, it just bothers me. So... Uh, while they're in the bloodstream, uh, a lot of interesting uh, little facts, uh, factoids are spit out. Uh, for instance, blood is clear. Uh, Miss Frizzle explains that blood is clear, and they're because they, they they notice like they're they're going through all this clear stuff, but they're seeing these you know giant red blood cells floating past them, and it turns out you know red blood cells you know the hemoglobin well technically it's the hemoglobin in the red blood cells that make them red and then give the blood the color red but you know if you take the red blood cells out of the blood your blood would not be red um so that i don't know that was interesting uh and they proceed to talk about the so the red blood cells the white blood cells the platelets and they give you a little bit of information on each which was pretty cool um and when this is happening all of a sudden we cut to uh dr mommy entering ralphie's room again uh Right after, you know, Ralphie could hear her coming, so he quickly, like, throws blankets over all the uh, production equipment yeah, for the was, show. she was and... done with her client, so. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and like a real, like a real child, 
in the age of, I don't know, somewhere between, between 10 and 14, he throws blankets over everything in the room that he's ashamed of. <laughs> <laughs> Checks out. Yep. So, uh, yeah, and uh, he basically tells his mother, oh, he, he was up the whole time. Now he wants to get some sleep because he's tired. Um. We cut back to the the rest of the class, or oh, I'm sorry, uh, I don't think we cut back to the class yet. But the mother could see on the television that's in Ralphie's room the broadcast, the live broadcast coming from the Magic School Bus uh, inside his bloodstream, and she's fascinated uh, by what's going on. And being a doctor, mommy starts talking about the white blood cells, and she starts you know giving a little bit of a science lesson to Ralphie. Uh, similar to what Ms. Frizzle was doing for the kids inside of Ralphie. Um, the thing so... is, is that reinforcing the opinion that she's not a medical doctor, she didn't really give any additional information that the teacher didn't know. True, true. Well, maybe she's not that kind of a doctor, Keith. I think we, well, we went over this. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, uh... <laughs> Yeah, we we cut back to the Magic School Bus, and they decide, oh, we're going to do a a live, uh, you know, report. Uh, and they start setting up the cameras, and, and uh, all I know is I have a note in here that Arnold was being a bitch. You know, Arnold, the ginger. <laughs> oh, he didn't, he didn't want to do shit. Like, yeah, he wanted to do always stuff. a bitch. They were going to suit yeah. up in, like, uh, underwater spacesuits, kind of? Yeah, mm-hmm. well dive suits or whatever but he's, he's like a Magic bitch suits. but then like he's he's completely into it like once he's doing it already yeah <laughs> that's oh so, man that's yeah uh so they start uh giving a live report basically from inside uh and ralphie's mom starts to notice some of the the students like oh isn't that person looks just like your friend so-and-so and ralphie's like Oh no! Uh, oh, he—they didn't say. Was it not Arnold? They said something else. Wait, wasn't or... wasn't that no? Wasn't the first? Oh no! Wasn't the first girl that she pointed that out to though? Like it was like the Asian girl, and like, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "Isn't that your friend so and so?" And he was just like, "Oh no, she's shorter, like or taller or something." And it was one of those things where it was just like, "Oh no!" Like she was right. But, like, he's telling her she's wrong, and then that creates a scenario of, like, I don't know, a potentially yeah. problematic scenario of, like, they don't all look the same, Mom. <laughs> like, ugh. Hey, dude, it was, she wasn't wrong, but, like, he was putting her in that position <laughs> to make her question it. I don't know. He was, Ralphie was gaslighting Dr. Mommy, basically, oh, about no, all his friends. Oh, no, he was. He was gaslighting his own mom. Ugh. Yep. Terrible yeah. child. So, um, cut back to the inside of Ralphie, uh, where the students are in their magic spacesuits floating inside Ralphie's uh, bloodstream. Uh, they start, uh, they, they observe the bacterial cells, those green things that start, uh, attacking the cell walls, like the red blood cells, and the they start earthworms. like bursting them. Yeah, those weird green earthworm things start r- sort of wiggling on top of the blood cells, and they just start bursting. Um, and that's when we see the the white blood cells. They they come in from the side and start throwing shit at the bacteria. We we learn what that shit is later on, but I'm not going to clear it up till later. 
they start throwing what looks like sticks or twigs <laughs> twigs at the bacteria and then these twigs or sticks stick to the bacteria and for some reason the white blood cells go hey i want to eat that and they go over and eat the the bacteria and kill them so um cut to arnie arnie's trying to interview the bacteria and as he's talking to it, all of a sudden it starts multiplying. It starts growing faster and faster and getting larger. And uh, that's when they realize, oh, shit, things are out of control. The white blood cells can't keep up with this bacterial infection. It's just growing too lar uh, too quick. Um, at this point, some of the students you know, start panicking and they, they call uh, uh, Ralphie on the uh, walkie-talkie. And they're like, hey, we need backup, you know. We're getting the white blood cells are getting their butts kicked here. We need help. We need help, uh, and that's when we we cue the medicine that uh, grape shoe polish that he drank earlier. All of a sudden, just starts coming in like a tidal wave, and starts crashing into the bacteria and just destroying it. Um, and basically, it turns the tide. the The white blood cells are able to now keep up with the bacteria and start killing them at the same rate. Um, a quick PSA for all the children listening to this podcast. Don't drink shoe polish. Thank you, Keith. Please don't. Tide don't pods. Tide pods are way better. Oh, God. Don't, oh. Don't, <laughs> don't drink Tide pods. Don't do those either, please. That was yeah. a fit. There was a fad that stupid people were doing. And, You'll end uh, up like Keith, so don't do it. Oh, no. Is that what happened to me? Yep. Then you'll be buying generic uh, Rogaine to yeah. <laughs> stem the tide. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tide of hair loss. Yep. Oh, is that? Oh no, Tom. That's so. Apparently, you guys also ate Tide Pods because we're all losing our hair. So. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I just shaved my head. I I appreciate I, don't eat tide pods. I appreciate the solidarity. <laughs> the um, you know. Yeah. We were doing it for you, Keith. You're welcome. Even though that I'm the... You're welcome. It's weird that you guys just lost it earlier than me, but, you know, that's okay. okay. We, were, we were trying to let you know that it would be okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So before welcome, I ate Keith. my Tide Pod, you were like, we oh, make Keith is going to do this Keith. one day. So yeah. that's true. You're trendsiders. I get it. I appreciate you guys. So uh, I just want to interrupt Tom one more time. <laughs> Dick. For good measure, you know. Yep. Yeah. You know. It really makes it really makes for a pleasant listening experience for our for for our listeners. If I just you know, that one extra time just I was gonna say no. David Spade is listening right now going, God, that guy Keith is such a dick. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and and not because you interrupt me, just because he doesn't I, like you. You know, you know what's funny though is that I don't disagree with him. <laughs> yeah, I just—he's so. got to realize though that I also think that he's a dick, and he cannot disagree with me. We we just have, wait, Keith. If if he contacts Corey and I and says. I will be your third host if you get rid of Keith. <laughs> what do you think Corey and I'll do? Um, well, <laughs> I, 
I think that <laughs> I think that David Spade would be on the podcast for a very, very brief period of time until you just realized how much you miss me. Sure, let's go with that. <laughs> sure, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because, so anyhow Because he doesn't have the he doesn't have the height you need for podcasting. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Wait a minute, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean I'm not sure, but I You Tom to fuck off it's, both of you. It's kinda like how you you need you need the correct Fuck you, Keith. He's the same height as I am. You know, is he? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Sorry, Corey. Well, in that case, you need a certain amount of hair loss for podcasting. David Spade, welcome to the podcast. He doesn't have enough hair loss. We got a spot open, oddly enough. David, yep. David Spade so can join you know, once my Rogaine kicks in and I grow my hair back. Then if David Spade loses a little bit more hair, then he can he can join you guys. Because if the hair density of the podcast is too much, then you just you know you'll fail. Does Does David Spade do cameos? Oh, probably. <laughs> oh, we gotta we gotta They're see. Probably so fucking expensive though. Like, are you like? It, it would be worth every penny. <laughs> I would pay for oh, it if no. I get him to say something, make no. it fun of you that we could. Oh play. my god! <laughs> no, the problem the problem is is that like, I feel like if you guys did that, you'd be like, "Hey, David Spade." We're purchasing this cameo because we just want to tell you how much Keith has shit talked you. <laughs> Look at this pod. Like, here's all the clips from the podcast. You don't even have to do the cameo. Just get angry. <laughs> we pay David Spade to get angry. Like, That's what we do. Three weeks later, I have like six subpoenas from like four different lawyers. And <laughs> no, he just shows up at your house. He's... What's your beef, man? Well. I mean that would not be smart. He's a tiny person. Like I can, I can handle him. <laughs> if he shows up at my front door, this, this, this is a strength exercise at this point. Like that, that is not smart, man. He's got, he's got millions of dollars. He's got people to do that for him. He doesn't do it himself. He's not Jane Silent Bob flying around the country beating the shit out of twelve-year-olds. <laughs> this is David Spade. He's gonna, he's gonna just hire a lawyer, and the lawyer's just gonna be like, "Listen, you want to be poor?" And make you poor. Yeah. David Spade, don't make me poor. So, uh, <laughs> we cut back to, uh, oh yeah, those sticks, by the way. Cutting back all the way, you mm. know, when I was talking about the white yeah. blood cells throwing the, those sticks. The blood, the, the blood the, sticks. Those are uh, antibodies that they're hucking at the uh, <sighs> bacteria. I so guess sticks, um, sticks are not bodies. It checks out. No. <laughs> They're antibodies. So these sticks attach themselves to the school bus, and uh, these white blood cells are so good at killing things that have these sticks attached to them, they can't distinguish the magic school bus from the bacteria, and they just go full tilt, uh, ready to annihilate the bus and these children. Um, so, <laughs> while everyone is basically about to die and they're begging Ralphie for help, we cut to Ralphie, who at this point has already fallen asleep and is now resting, so, uh, as, 
So can we can we entertain that? At, like, let's just say that this is the way the story went, right? Like, <laughs> <clears throat> let's say that Ralphie's immune system murdered these children, the teacher, and this. Well, the bus is metal, so it's probably just gonna. At that point, float through his circulatory system and eventually lodge itself somewhere that causes massive problems for Ralphie. When he woke up, like, that would have been the weirdest, like, he would have woken up, nobody would respond to him. He'd have all these cameras and lights in his room still. Everybody from his class would be missing, perpetually. And then, eventually, maybe that bus would, like, cause like an embolism or a heart attack or like terrible. Okay. So I spoilers. And I know we've talked about the venture brothers before, but there's an actual episode of the venture brothers that literally what you're describing happens to Dr. Venture when they shrink a tiny metal sub and it gets lost and eventually gets lodged in his brain and causes a stroke years later. Oh God. And then they have to go in with another sub to find out what's going on. And, and it's basically like watching this episode with, with just adult humor uh, pasted everywhere. So that's um, my problem, is that I'm, ex- I'm constantly expecting the adult humor at every corner. <laughs> and the show never fully gives it to us, but they allude to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh... We, we cut back to the, the school bus, and Ms. Frizzle basically assures the kids, don't worry, there's no problem as long as these blood cells can't catch up to us, and she just puts the bus into gear and hauls like, ass. She just Don't worry, <laughs> kids, nothing's illegal if you can outrun the cops. <laughs> Great lesson, Ms. Frizzle. Yes. And she, that is a really good lesson from uh, Miss Frizzle there. So <laughs> she uh, teaches them this this horrific lesson, and then uh, they, they start moving through his bloodstream as they're trying to uh, escape, uh, and they do something which just grossed me out. Did you see how they take the bus and they just ram into, like, his tissue, like, the side of yeah. the... Yeah, I was, like, I was like, holy shit, is that how an aneurysm is made? Like, I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> like, they were just like, oh, we want to exit this blood vessel. We're just going to go through the wall. Like, yep. the fucking Kool-Aid man. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, and then they just end up on the other side and they're just like, yep, perfectly fine. Totally normal. Perfectly fine. Uh, and this is when she explains, oh, you know, we we need to get out. We can't get through the throat, so we're going to go through his nose. Um, and we, we cut to Ralphie, who hears the plan, and he's like, and he's all confused. Well, not confused. He's just sort of flustered trying to figure out what to do, what to do. And Liz the Iguana, that's the class's pet iguana, which didn't go with them on the bus. It stayed behind with, with Ralphie the whole time. Uh, Liz, like, is sneezing and, and doing things, gesturing in the foreground, like, you know, you gotta sneeze, you gotta do things. Uh, and Ralphie finally gets the idea. He's gotta sneeze, but how am I gonna do that? I can't sneeze on command. And Liz just comes over with a pepper shaker, which presumably a pet iguana carries with them at all times, uh, whips it out and 
you know, takes the whole cap off and just whips all the pepper into Ralphie's face, which causes him to sneeze, propelling the bus and the students out of his body, finally. So, which... Mm-hmm. So, did you see where the bus landed? Uh, remind me again, where did it crash? It, it crashed onto the bed, but it crashed into, like, a couple socks. <laughs> Oh no! That yeah. was a hard landing. <laughs> yeah. So the thing is, is that like I was just like, why? There's like one other article of clothing and a couple socks at the end of his bed, and I'm like, ew. This is this is not a, a yeah. This is not. Ugh. This is not a place for that bus to land. Like, those children are not going to be okay. No, no, not at all. Well. Well, you would think they wouldn't be okay, but they still got out of the bus, but they were, you know, shrunken down to, you know, miniature size. They get out of the bus and decide to bring all the camera equipment and start interviewing Ralphie. Uh, He proceeds to basically tell them, yeah, I feel bad, you know, my body failed me and it failed you and, uh, you know, uh, I'm sorry, it's all my fault. He's he's given in to the, the... the terminalness of his illness at this point. He is, Jesus. He, he is like, I am sorry, my fellow students. I am, I am wasting away at this point and have almost murdered you. Uh, yeah. And at this point, his classmates say, it's okay. We understand your body was doing its job. It's just trying to fight off the infection and we get it. You're all good. And Ralphie's like, Oh, good. Cause he's now, he doesn't feel so bad now that the other students don't blame him. Uh, so, uh, let's see. So, Ms. Frizzle starts to shoo the students you know, away from uh, Ralphie back onto the bus uh, so Ralphie could get some well-earned rest. Uh, and then, uh, as they're driving away, you hear the students in the bus talk about the new concept for Broadcast Day where they do the Inside Ralphie the Series and start saying, we should do a weekly series about all the things wrong with Ralphie. <laughs> and uh, that's when we end the episode. But there's a little more after, which was a little weird, because the episode ends here, and I thought, okay, uh, was uh, I'm trying to remember, guys. Did the credits roll, and then we get this after scene, or was it the after scene, and then the credits rolled? I'm not sure, to be honest. I think, I, I think at least some of the credits happened first. They, they I did. think so. They did the basically a transition with a whole bunch of, like, kids calling. Mm-hmm. And that transition into the uh, cleanup section of the show. Right. With, with, your, Which... with your boy, Theo Huxtable. Yes. And as Corey mentioned uh, earlier, this is where the show has to basically, uh, you know, cover themselves le- legally after giving such bad uh, advice and information. Um, well, most of the information was good, but for instance, the very first phone call uh, Theo Huxtable gets is from a, a kid who's like, you know, why did they go over there? Wasn't he contagious? You know, wasn't he, he was sick? And immediately Theo's like, oh no, no, they, they went over after he was no longer contagious, so it's okay. <laughs> but as Keith pointed out, he was just showing symptoms. And for like any kind of 
from what I understand when it comes, and I'm not a medical doctor, obviously, but I am a doctor, uh, maybe a doctor mommy, mommy yeah, doctor. I forgot doctor. what we're calling. I'm a sex doctor. No, <laughs> I'm a, a experimental nuclear physicist. Um, but it's a weird way to say penis, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, as a doctor, I, like I, I would be worried. Uh, you know, like I, I feel like, uh, or as just a human being. You know, somebody's sick. They just found out they were sick five minutes ago. I'm not going to go right up to them and, like, start interviewing them and expose my classroom of uh, elementary age school children to, you know, this this contagious boy. But I mean, that's then just again, me. <laughs> then again, the show was made in 1994. It was a simpler time. <clears throat> it was maybe, maybe it was, Tom. Maybe they're just like, oh, oh, okay, you feel sick now? Well, you, you must have been contagious yesterday. We used to cough into each other's mouths back then. It was no big deal. Yeah, it was a game called co- <laughs> Coffee Mouth. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, anyhow, the the uh, producer ends up answering like three or four phone calls where, uh, you know, kids all voice their concerns about, s- you know, scenes in the show where things seemed a little off, but, you know, he always <laughs> had was, a, a quick... Know, quick response strangely enough there was no questions about dr mommy i mean (laughs) i i i was waiting for the hey what does ralphie's mom do for a job and (laughs) none of the kids asked it i was really kind of disappointed and i think that the producer was kind of relieved um that he didn't have to you know Mm -hmm. explain the ins and outs of uh that world to a 12 year old yeah uh but we end up uh, we we end the show with the producer telling the last kid that Ralphie got better and uh, you know everyone should try bold, to stay healthy. Bold face lie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't watched the next episode yet, but you know, <laughs> you know my theory. I actually watched like half of the next episode because I, I was I was painting uh, painting a door for my my room. Uh, while watching this, and the next one just started playing, and they start referring to Ms. Frizzle as the Frizz, and I was just like, "That's great." <laughs> I wish I had a teacher I could call the Frizz. But the anyhow. thing is, is that <clears throat> which I don't know if it comes across fully in the cartoon, but like, she's called Miss Frizzle because her hair is like, you know, that natural, like, you know, probably extremely curly, frizzy texture, which. Mm-hmm. Is, this is an old cartoon, so they don't, you know, fully draw for every single scene. Yeah. But um, I feel like that's, that's kind of a mean thing to call somebody. It's like, I don't know. Like, that's that's one physical thing about her. And she there's no way that as a teacher she was like, students, please, from now on, I want to be called the Frizz. <laughs> Like, as as a distinguished whoa, whoa, whoa. teacher whoa. of your classroom, what are you, please. What are you talking to, about? No, refer what to are me you as my about thin hair. Refer to me as my superhero name, the Frizz, <laughs> like instead of the Flash. Like, mm. I don't know. Instead, like I feel like her students were just like, oh no, we're just we're super chill with you because you never make us get permission slips for all these crazy field trips <laughs> we go on where we enter other students' bodies and almost die. 
<laughs> We're going to call you the Frizz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Enter his body without, you know, getting his parents' consent first. Yeah. Well, they got his. I mean, she she did say, hey, listen, Ralphie, this is your idea. And he was like, you're right. So she was <laughs> gaslighting him. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe we should ask Dr. Mavi. Does that count? Does that is that okay? If you're like, hey, this is this was your idea, and the other person says, you're right, it was. Is that is that the line of consent? We're, we're getting into some dangerous it's, waters. Yeah, here. No, it's getting weird. It's getting weird. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, I think how many. Mm-hmm. How many throat vaginas out of ten would you get? No. Oh no. Out of all the things out of all the things that I thought. <laughs> oh my god. Oh oh you guys uh what is it? Did you guys ever see uh Hellraiser? Yeah. No. One of the Cinnabites has has a throat vagina. Oh no. Yeah, because oh, it's like God. cut open and no, like peeled Corey, back. You yeah. did see how we we all watched the first False. two, I think. False. Oh, did you? You not guys show up watched that? that shit without me. Oh, thank you. It's what me, Tom, wow. Mike, everybody but Mike. me, basically everybody. Imagine all the people you know, except for me. Because <sighs> then you guys would talk about, hey, if you want to continue watching Hellraiser. And I'd be like, what do you mean continue watching Hellraiser? <laughs> oh, I'm just, I'm stalling because I don't want to rate. Answer the question. I don't want to rate the. Do it. The throat do vagina it. scale. Do it. Um, do it. So. Finish him. I was going to say, no, the way you said do it, it was like, can you just lay, let, let the hate flow through you? Yeah, that's why we were doing it that oh, way. Okay, all right. Um, I how many? The problem with this show is that it's not not entertaining when you get to shit on it. Like that's. I would not watch any more of this. And I remember finding this show entertaining, like, you know, when I was a child or, you know, early teen. Um, It's not like a terrible show, but at the same time, I just feel like, I feel like there was a budget where they were like, hey, we need to make an educational show, but let's make it fun. And by fun, I mean fun for us, and not too <laughs> education. Like let's 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 just slap the education in there where people like know it's educational. Like let's not hide that. I just I don't know. I'm gonna give it a five. Like it, it's not terrible by any means. I just don't. And I really wonder how the newer iterations of the Magic School Bus are doing. I just don't feel like this holds up. Like, I don't feel like I can ever show Hmm. this show to my daughter and have her even watch an entire episode and just be like, yeah, that was, that was fine. Like, I feel like I'd put on an episode (laughs) and she'd be like, daddy, what's, what's this garbage, daddy? 
Why is there garbage on the TV, Daddy? Please explain to me. Keep, why are you making I me keep... watch this? Yeah. <laughs> Daddy, why does that little boy what have did I do wrong? vagina? Daddy, why can't we just... <laughs> what what, why, Daddy, why, why can't we just watch Moana for the 13th time this week? Because that, that boy's throat has a vagina. And you told me that boys don't have vaginas. Now I'm confused, Daddy. <laughs> We better call Miss Frizzle so she can take a, a magic school bus loaded with oh, students to frizz. explain it. You gotta call her the Frizz. The Frizz. We need the Frizz. <laughs> we need Lily Tomlin over here to explain oh, this no. to us. Um, yeah. Hmm. So, Corey, hmm. Corey, you go. So, I also would probably give this a five. Uh, I mean, I feel like a five is kind of generous. Um... This is definitely not a show I would watch outside of school, and <laughs> and I've been outside. Of I don't school know for if it while. was, yeah, and I I don't know if it was because I was eating when I was watching this, but like this show made me so uncomfortable, <laughs> like with whatever it was going to show in the next second, it was just like always like, <laughs> like kind of like, like it made me queasy with some of the stuff that it could show. And it wasn't like, and it, that's it's not weird. what I look for. Like the show was not being purposely graphic. I feel like they were being purposely not graphic in most senses, but they just didn't understand what they were doing. Potentially. Mm. <laughs> the throat vaginas are graphic. Oh, and, and how was... gross, how gross it would be to peel back a bandaid oh, to yeah. reveal a wound that, Anything could go inside, regardless yeah. of how small it shrinks. A fucking school bus. It's just a horrifying <laughs> thing to reveal to somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't he make a comment, too, where he was just like, my whole classroom had a school bus is inside me, and it didn't hurt at all. <laughs> like, mm. It's just like, dude. Uh, too soon. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, Tom. uh... See, see, I'm trying to figure out how to rate this. Am I rating this as a 36-year-old man, or am I rating this for its sole intention, where its intention was meant to be watched in school to teach some kids something while others slept? I thought you were going to say, or am I rating this as a a doctor? (laughs) As a doctor mommy, Um, Keith. A doctor mommy. Yeah. Uh, I... Uh, I'm going to be a little more generous because this is something I wouldn't have a problem because they, they actually do, from a science perspective, do a very fair job uh, explaining in simplistic terms what actually was happening to this sick boy. Um, and I, I thought that was actually pretty nice. And thinking back, I, I remember these little lessons and I could distinctly remember the 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 episode on friction because friction it's physics related and you know i'm a physicist so and i could remember it you know what freaking uh 25 years later so or not even more than almost 30 years later i could still remember that episode uh so it resonated with me still so uh i'm gonna give it a seven and of course that's being generous because it's it's this was more meant to educate than entertain 
Uh, and I had a lot of fun talking about this episode with you guys, so I think that fun kind of gives it a little higher score than what I would normally give it, but I'll give it a 7, and it's a generous 7. Uh, I think it's perfectly adequate to play uh, for students between the ages of 6 and how old were you in high school? 18. Uh, so between the ages of 6 and 18, uh, it's perfectly fine to put on if you're a substitute teacher. Someone will learn something, so I'm giving it a seven. <laughs> seven uh, throat vaginas. <laughs> Clarify. Mm. So when we go to when we go to really like reinforce this, like we can uh, eventually one day, you know, uh, contact the local public school system and say, "Hey, you know, it'd be a great show." <laughs> For you to show your students, which we watched when we were in school. We're not sure if you used this, but we gave it an aggregate, what is this, five and two-thirds out of out of ten throat vaginas. So six? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh. Yeah, well, that's true. Six. Yeah. Uh, math. <laughs> we, we didn't watch the math episode. No, we watched we the throat we, vagina we watched, episode. Yeah, we watched, so, I <laughs> Way more experienced on the bacteria in the throat vagina, but um, <laughs> but we can, <laughs> we can, we can, uh. we can, we can definitely, um, you know, petition the public schools to show this to their students once again. You know, just agreed. <clears throat> if we had to suffer through it, they have to. No, is that that's the route we want to go down, huh? <laughs> Yep. I mean, this is no worse than Common Core, right? Right. I don't know anything about Common Core. Me either. Yeah. I just agreed with you. For, yeah. For, I thought good, it'd though. be nice. I appreciate the, uh, you know. You're after, after we don't yes and you very often. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, there you go. In the we'll least agree with you on basic point. things like yeah. that, I guess. You know. After yeah, telling me that my it. hair solution will, will not work, I appreciate you <laughs> supporting my unbased un unbased position against Common Core mathematics. <laughs> well, you're lucky. I could have said something like, "No, Keith, what you got to do is like make a mixture of mayo and and like uh, paprika, and and spread it on your scalp every night, and that'll regrow your hair, and then you know." We would have to hear about you next week's talking about how bad your head smells. Well, Tom, I also, I shower. I'm not just gonna oh, keep on uh, put. I'm just, I'm just I'm not just gonna keep on putting more mayo on my head every day and not shower. You will if I tell you it'll regrow your hair. That's true. Checks out. If Tom, if 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 a doctor if a doctor told me, I guarantee. Mayo equals hair. Do it. Yep. Fatty. <laughs> then, then I would just be like, "Damn, guy, guy knows what he's talking about." So, um, let me, let me just lather this stuff up. And I'd be like, "Well, yep. so instead of using store bought mayo, if I make a fresh aioli, do I get like rich people <laughs> hair?" Does it's it quite luxurious? Yeah, does it flow better? Is it like does it grow in like preconditioned at that point? Mm-hmm. I need to figure out the uh you know. Yeah. The real science formula that nobody wants to tell you about. 
Keith, I will be very disappointed if you're not slathering your scalp with uh, mayo tonight. Tom, I'm going to be very disappointed if four months from now, my hair is just even thinner. <laughs> and then I'll have to admit that this does not work. So this is the thing is, Tom, I know that you've, tr- you've tried this. Corey, have you, have you tried... Have you tried a thing? Have you tried the... No. No. So the thing is, because they say, you know, 40% of people. So I almost want to get like a sampling of people together and be like, is this, t- is this statistic You want us true? to be your focus group? Well, not a focus group. But like I was saying, like, if you guys already both tried it and it didn't work for uh, you, then I'd almost feel a little better because I'm like, well, maybe I'm that third person that it does work for. <laughs> <laughs> Our failure <laughs> may- lead to your success. Maybe, yeah. maybe that'll give me a little bit more confidence, <laughs> you know? Hmm. Because the thing is, with something like this, I can't imagine there's a whole lot of placebo effect, right? Because, like, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, there's totally more hair now. I totally see it. I'm imagining more hair. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Hey, so uh, we'd like to uh, thank you guys for taking the time out of your day to listen to three guys ramble about cartoons, hair loss, and throat vaginas. If uh, you'd like to ramble about our ramblings, you can join the Cartoon Commentary Podcast group on Facebook. If you have any questions, comments, or corrections about throat vaginas, you can reach us at cartooncommentarypodcast at gmail.com. And until all are one, I've been Corey. I've been Tom. I'm getting my fucking hair back. (laughs) Yeah, boy! I figured uh, I've yeah boyed Tom. I, I gotta show some support for Keith there. Yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, you're a great. good friend. Mostly because I don't want to look at you without hair. Ooh, yeah, yeah that's I weird. <laughs> that's not, like I haven't had to do it. I don't want to start now. Yeah, yeah. Keith, I'm knock not, that hair loss shit off. I'm, dude. I'm not looking forward to it. I'm not. <laughs> and now we've just been trailing the end of this episode, and <laughs> there's no end here. Mm. Corey might have to manufacture one. Wait, wait, I got it. Uh, Keith, Keith. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye to Keith's hair. Oh, no. No. (laughs) Start it. You know what? Start it from the top. Start the whole episode over. Whole episode over again. God damn it. Three, two, one. Cartoon commentary is not intended for children. Tom, Keith, and Corey are usually wrong, and anything they say can and probably will offend you. Dick.